What's up, everybody? This is the Handlebar Podcast. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. We are literally recording this podcast, these episodes, in the living room of my home. So you may hear dogs barking. You may hear babies crying. You may hear chairs scooting, whatever it is. Just uh, act like you're in the living room with us because it's where we're at. So we're going to be answering questions by young adults, for young adults. If you're asking questions, man, hopefully uh, we answer one of them you're asking. But we love you. Thanks for joining us. Hey, you guys. This is Elissa. Welcome to the Handlebars podcast. We are about to figure out which topic we will have today. So Sarah Beth is going to draw our question from the bowl, and we're going to get started. Drum roll. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? First question, first question. First question is, how do you walk in the light? Oof. We're going in deep. That is a right great off, question. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. All right, well, before we start, let me get, I got my phone here. 15-minute timer, and then we're just going to go for 15 minutes. Great. So when the timer goes off, Whoever's talking, finish that thought, and then at the end of that thought, we'll all give our own handlebar for this conversation. Perfect. This topic. All right, are we ready? Ready. All right, 15 minutes, go. So say the question again. The question is, how do you walk in the light? How do you walk in the light? Mm. What are we talking about, Aaron? Yeah, what does that mean? How do we walk in the light? Yeah, what is that really? What are, what's really the question? So it's kind of like Christian language a little bit. Yeah, it's true. Well, that's definitely Christian language. Yeah. Um, so, it. how do you ask that question in not Christian language? I guess is the first part. Ooh. I how, would say, how do you live vulnerably with other people? Yeah. Like letting people into your life, the good mm. and the bad, and mm-hmm. I, I would say specifically the ugly parts of our lives that we're afraid to disclose to someone. Mm. I think that's what we mean by live in the light. Yeah, Yeah, live in the light, walk in the light. I think of scripture, you know, Ephesians, 1 John, it's threaded through scripture about walking in the light, living in the light, our Father who is in the light. Um, Jesus is the light of the world. Um, One of my favorite quotes when it comes to this, when it comes to living, living in the light, walking in the light, um, I heard this years ago, but it's helped me so much. And it's as kids, we are afraid of the dark, but as adults, we become afraid of the light. Wow. And I think that quote has helped me so much because it's so true. When you're talking about vulnerability, living in vulnerability, that that's challenging. It's always hard. That's it's always hard. It never gets easier. It never gets easier. That's actually the mark of vulnerability. Like you know when you're being vulnerable because is it hard? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're exposing yourself? Is it like it some things get easier, like um, you know, public speaking, it gets easier. Right. Or learning to drive, it gets easier. But being vulnerable doesn't get easier. It's always hard. And yeah. so... I remember I had a paradigm shift around this when I was coming to a school of ministry. And I definitely had a mindset where walking in the light and being perfect were like the same. You know, oh, wow. talking about that first John, if we walk in the light, we're, you know, that whole part... I, ha- I had this thought that walking the light meant being perfect. And I had just this father in my life tell me, I don't expect you to be perfect, but I do expect you to walk in the light. Mm. And it changed everything for me. And I got an understanding of the reward of stepping into the light, of the reward of sharing my life with the people around me, because it takes away shame. 
stuff that I had hidden in shame for years, the second, like it was so scary to share. And the second that I shared it with someone that was trustworthy and safe, it was like all the shame dissipated. It's so true. And I really like, it was like, it was like I felt more myself because I wasn't hiding anymore. Yeah. Let me read the scripture to give us context. It's 1 John 1, verse 5. This is the message which we have heard from him, which is Jesus, and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, there's our phrase, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. And then it goes on, it's going to talk about confessing your sins, which is where you get that language of walking in the light. I think walking in the light is is scary for people, right? Would you mm-hmm. say so? Mm-hmm. Definitely. The first time, I feel like the more you do it, the less scary it gets. You do? Yes. I don't think it ever becomes easy, but I think it becomes less scary. I remember the first time I went to someone and told them something that I had never told anyone else. What was and it? I was afraid. What was it? <laughs> I'm just Dang. Okay. Walk in the light. No, that was part of the question. Um <laughs> And I told my friend, I was in college, and I was so scared. And then as soon as I told her, all the fear disappeared. And not only that, but the power that that sin had over my life slowly started to dwindle. And I found myself weeks later, months later, thinking, man, I haven't thought about this in a while or I haven't struggled with this in a while. And I really think that that is what he means when he's like, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. So I would propose that if we're not walking in the light, if we're not confessing our sins to one another to be healed, we don't have true fellowship with God or with people. Wow. Because they can't really see us. Right. We're hiding. And we can't actually hide from God, but like he's still going to know everything, but there's something to breaking your heart open before him and voicing it, even though he already knows it. Right. You're making me think about Adam and Eve and when Adam and Eve ate the fruit and they realized they were naked, they hid from God. Right. Yeah. So God comes Shame. and he says, where are you, Adam? But what if God would have came and met Adam, if Adam would have been where he was day in and day out saying, I'm going to be in the light, even though I just did what I did. How does how does the story change? Right. Because all know? God says is, where are, where are you? Where are you? He's looking for them. For Adam was, was hiding. us who hid in shame. Right. Right. Yeah. But this is what the cross does. It makes a space for us to, to be open, to yeah. show everything. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. annihilates shame. Yes. It annihilates shame. Walking in the light annihilates shame. Yeah, that's a good word. Walking in the light keeps you from living in condemnation and shame yeah. when you're in the light. Yeah, you also realize you're not alone. And I think that's the, that's the importance of it. Because I think, too, it's like, I think another question with this is why? Why live in the light? Why should I share? Why is it important on? to live Yeah, why is it yeah. why is it important why to Why do people even need to know? This, this is between yeah, me and God. This is just between me and my life and you don't need to know this. But reality is like there are some things that it's just easier living with someone else. Like if that makes sense where it's like no one really wants to be alone in what they're facing and what they're struggling. And so it's beautiful that God wouldn't ask us to live in that alone. And that's that's another thing too where it's like it's not just like ooh, you've got junk live in the light friend 
<laughs> you know, sister. Yeah, it, it's more of like, hey, that must be really hard on your heart to feel like mm. you're wow. carrying that on your own. And what's beautiful yeah. is when I bring it to someone, I realize I'm not alone. It doesn't take up all this space in my mind and my heart, heart torment me. I, I'm now like free and that that's another thing too where it's like confess your sins what sarah beth was one saying to one another. to another so that you may be healed yeah. wow. like the goal is healing not shame not exposure like the goal isn't the actual exposure of it the goal is that or you get yeah or punishment wow. you get healed like there's an Great. actual like relief wow. that comes to just saying like hey this is going on this and is I, where i'm at yeah and we've all experienced that like yeah. whether uh, you're in Christ right now or you're not. Like we've all experienced that deep breath of, of relief and living in the light is a daily relief with Christ and with one another. Ooh, and it doesn't have to be as scary. I, 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 a friend told me vulnerability will always feel vulnerable. And I, I've just gotten used <laughs> to feeling uncomfortable. And reality is like, it's, I think sometimes we don't share it too because we're afraid of pain, mm. but we're already in pain trying to not be in pain. Yes. So might as well be in pain unto healing and wow. go expose it. It's oh, like, oh huge. man, I've been sitting wow. in this pain for so long and I've been trying to avoid it. So I'm still in pain. But then when I bring it to someone, it's like now my pain has a purpose and I'm not leaving wow. as scared as I was before. Wow. And I, I think that's the beauty so of living in the light with wow. Christ because he never shames. He just washes and heals and gently restores you. Yes. And washes us with the word. Like yes. it says for husbands to do to their wives, that's what our husband, God, does to us. He washes us in his word. We have to allow him. Yeah. I'm also thinking about when Paul writes and he says, you who are spiritual, restore one another. Ooh. He's talking about those who have fallen in sin. You know, which is crazy because... He could say, you know, if you've fallen into sin, go to God and he'll restore you. Or if you've fallen into sin, you know, make sure you have a better quiet time. Yeah. But he says, you who are spiritual, restore one another. So it's yes. actually in my confession of sin to one another, to a brother, to a father, to a leader, that I open myself up to be restored. Mm -hmm. Because I'm That's choosing good. to walk in the light. Yeah. I'm choosing to say no darkness. I will not walk in darkness. I'm not going to surround myself with darkness. But if you're in the light, Lord, I'm in the light. I'm going to walk in yeah. the light. I'm going to be fully seen and fully known. Yeah. I think there's also something to that, to connect it to what Elissa was sharing before. Like, because we, the longer you hide something, the more certain things like no one will understand yeah, lies. Or I'm alone. They make sense to you yes. when you're hiding. Yes. But the second that you bring things into the light, it kind of disarms the, that stuff too. And like what you're saying, someone who's spiritual, someone who knows the Lord and can see you through his eyes can actually tell you who you really are. Yeah. Because you've kind of been building these lies in your head. But once you start saying those things out loud, they just don't sound right. There's something to saying them out loud, saying them to someone yeah, yeah, yeah. who sees who you really are. Yeah, the are. crazy narrative that plays in your head yeah. because of what you're dealing with oh, in secret. Yeah, totally. But the moment you expose it, you actually realize that thought that's been eating my lunch so silly. is so crazy. Right. Yeah. It's never so silly. Even made sense. But then it takes someone saying, like, you realize that's irrational, right? Yeah. yeah. And you go, You Man. laugh about it. Then you laugh about it. It yeah. loses its power that it so was gripping on you all because you shined light on yes. what you're walking through. This is a game changer. Yeah. We've all done it too. Like the conversation where it's like, I know this sounds dumb, but 
this, mm -hmm. or I know this sounds so stupid, but this. And have you ever noticed that once you say that, you don't think about it again? Oh. And that is the power so of living in the light where it's like, I know this sounds so dumb, but I'm just afraid that if it rains, the my windows are going to shatter or whatever. Yeah. You know, that's a dumb <laughs> example. But, no, it's real. you know, or it's like, oh, yeah, that. Or I think Rafi said this the other day. He's like, I'm just so afraid that the sun's not going to come up tomorrow. <laughs> like, what? And you're like, wait, that, what? Like, it's going to come know? up. And yeah. now you realize like, oh, that's, that's how we sound. That's yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, and now there's relief. And that that thought actually doesn't haunt you anymore. Yes. And that's the healing part, you know, where it's yeah. like things don't haunt and taunt and torment. Yes. Like you're free. But here's a question. Let's take it a step further. I'm thinking of people who maybe what you're wanting to put in the light, what you're wanting to confess, what you're wanting to bring out is a big deal. Maybe um, someone who our mom works with pregnancy clients and abortion client, people who want to get abortion. So I'm thinking of people who maybe they want to, they've had an abortion and they've never told anybody and they want to get that out in the light. Or maybe someone who has, you know, been watching pornography for years straight every night and they've never told anyone that can feel so scary and the lie can be well if i confess this i'll be punished mm -hmm. so then how do you bring that in which maybe something that's a little less crazy it is a little more real and raw it is a little more scary mm -hmm. confessing that bringing that up what do you say to that how do you do that how do you do that? What do you, where, where, where's, how does the Lord see you in that? How do we see one another in that? I think it's just the question that so many people can okay. think is if I confess this, they'll forever see me different. Yeah. I mean, my first thought is that I really believe that God sees all sin the same. And I think it's only mankind that has put sin on a measuring stick, you know, like, wow. He sees it all the same. And I think what's key is finding someone that, you know, is trustworthy and safe. Those yes. are two things to look for in a person that you're confessing yeah. to. Like, don't just go confess your sin to some random person because you don't know what they're going to say, what they're going to pray over you. If you don't know them and they're not, you don't know that they're trustworthy and safe, don't do it. Find someone that's trustworthy and safe because I bet that that person is not going to put that, you know, sin on a measuring stick because the Lord doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. That's I, my first thought. Yeah, to go along with that, my first thought is in 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, it says that there is no fear in love, mm. but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. And so with that, Ooh. you're already being tormented with what you've done. Wow. And so the lie wow. is if you say something, you'll be even more tormented. But the yeah. Bible just says when you go to someone who trusts you, who loves you, right. that fear is then eradicated the moment that that love sees what you're, wow. what you're putting in front of it. Wow. And which is, which the Bible says that God is love and it's why there's permission now to live in the light. And I have no fear giving him, hey, I had an abortion. Hey, I'm cheating on my husband um, or what's going on. Because the root of it all is pain and you're already being tormented. And and wow. I I would just agree with Sarah Beth. Like when you find those safe people, even the Bible says it in uh, Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun. Wow, There's yeah. nothing yeah. that you've done that is brand new that no one's ever heard about. Like, ev like you're not alone in it. And I mean, that just goes back to what I said earlier is that you will find actually, and it, it's hard to address our pain. It's hard to address 
trauma, things that have happened that keep us wanting to hide because we've been hurt before. And there are people who even maybe you've gone to and shared stuff with and it and they weren't trustworthy. So it, it hurt yeah. you even more. Wow, yeah, because and that is up. so hard because it's like, man, I'm never gonna do that again. Um and and I get that. I've done that. I've I've gone to people before the people I've had in my life I've opened stuff up to and man, I've I felt like poop after. <laughs> it felt worse. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so true. but there are safe people and, yeah. and there are people who can handle what we share. Um, and, and the Bible like is very clear in my experience of God has been what he said he's been in its love and he's cast out all fear of the torment of what that thing has done. Look at that. So good. 15 minutes. We could go for 30. We could go for 20. <laughs> That's so good. Okay. So now you're sitting across from. Uh, 19-year-old you, 21-year-old you, and they're saying, hey, how do I walk in the light? What's the practical? What's the handlebar? Let's start with Sarah Beth. Okay, I would say the handlebar for me is to let a trustworthy and safe either spiritual mother or father know everything that's happened or everything I've done and not only stop there but give them access, like give them a key to check in on me, to, you know, ask them to pray for me, but say, hey, you have access to this area in my life. You have access to ask me questions. You have permission to check up on me. Um, because I think that when we fall into sin, it's usually when we're isolated. So yes. let yes. them know, give them access. So good. That's so good. You said mother or father or leader. Can you just really quickly clarify that? Why? Why yeah. does that matter versus I think that matters because you know... Um, they're going to be trustworthy and safe. They have a lot more wisdom than you do. Um, I think it's great to confess sin to friends, but there's a lot of power in letting an older, a spiritual mother or father know because they've walked that path. They have wisdom. And I'm just going to be honest, they're going to be way more committed to praying for you. It's true. Yeah. So true. You know? So that's what I think. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's really good. I think I would say something very similar. Um, I heard someone say that friends will give permission where mothers and fathers will give correction. Oof. Oh, wow. Um, and it's important to have both, I think. Those friends who are like, hey, man, me too. And then the mothers and fathers who are like, yes, but. And then here's how we're going to correct Wow, this. here's the truth. So here's good. love. Here's yeah. And uh, along wow. with that, I would say get used to feeling vulnerable and uncomfortable that will not go away but you learn to love what's on the other side of it wow. that's my handlebar that's so good yes. no i'm kidding uh -oh. i was gonna say because <laughs> mine is really i'm i'm pi literally picturing talking to myself and saying it's it it's only hard until you say it and after that wow. it's all it's all good wow it gets wow. better and better wow. after that the hardest part is getting to saying it wow that's so, so true that's, that's, that's what i would say wow Okay, here's my handlebar. My handlebar is more of an assignment, homework. Uh, it's it, Here's my practical. Do an inventory of your life and write down what secrets you have and share those with a trusted authority. Um, not peer, authority or a father. Yes. Someone who has authority in your life to say, man, here's the secrets in my life. I'm not going to have any secrets. I'm not going to have any darkness. I'm going to be fully in the light. That's it. How do you walk in the light? So good. Boom. Well, thank you for listening today. We hope this helps. We love you. God bless you. Handlebar Podcast.